Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. we got a lot of basketball to talk about tonight, high school and college. Some really, really solid games to talk about. We're glad you're with us. We're also glad that with all these scores, we have the man, the man every 15 minutes to bring you that information. The star of our show is Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, thank you so much, Coach. Glad to be with you again on this Saturday night. And let's get started with some boys' basketball scores. Andrean against Lafayette Central Catholic. It was Andrean on top, 56-34. Bethesda Christian beat Crawfordsville, 53-48. Bloomington North defeated Evansville North, 64-51. Carmel over Fort Wayne Snyder decisively, 74-33. Carroll beat Pioneer, 75-29. Christian County out of Kentucky beat Castle, 66-59. Clay City beat Owen Valley, 67-54. Claremont Northeastern out of Ohio faced off against Cambridge City Lincoln. It was the Ohio team narrowly eking out the victory in this one, 63-62. Cordon Central faced off against Crawford County with Cordon Central winning, 65-45. It was North Newton versus Delphi as Delphi would emerge the victors by three, 34-31 in that one. East Central played against Franklin County. It was East Central with the win, 46-34. Eastern Eastern Pekin beat Paoli 53-47, and Elkhart defeated Plymouth 65-43. Plenty more scores to come in the future. Stick around for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sam Fritz, Parker Webster, Nathaniel Finch. Doing the uh, heavy lifting tonight. I'm just along for the ride. We're glad you're with us. What a day of college basketball. How about those Indiana Hoosiers? We're going to talk about their 70, uh, excuse me, 89-54. No, 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 sorry. We're talking about their 63-45 win over Wisconsin. Um, It's always great to be home. Don't ever forget it. It's always great to be home. And uh, they just needed to get back uh, to, to get back to the friendly confines, get back to some basics, get back to some fundamentals. And it was an impressive win for a team that clearly we had been struggling the last couple of weeks. So good win for the Hoosiers. Ball State picks up a good win. We'll talk about that game coming up a little bit later on. Notre Dame drops a tough one on the road to Syracuse. Uh, we're also going to talk some uh, small college ball. The DePaul Wabash battle when goes to DePaul. UND with another win. They beat number 11 in Division II, Missouri St. Louis. Both teams ranked in the top 20. 
Uh, very, very good stuff. So we have a lot of high school basketball to talk about. A week from tomorrow, everyone, if you haven't already circled this date on your calendar or earmarked it on your phone and everything you're ready to do, because it is the pairing show for the upcoming IHSAA Girls State Basketball Championship. 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock, next Sunday, the 22nd. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters bringing you the matchups, who will play whom, and uh, when, where, all those kinds of things. Greg Rakestraw joins me. As I mentioned that, fortuitous that I mentioned it, and he has called me as we speak. Hello, Greg Rakestraw. Hello, Coach. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been about, uh, I don't know, five hours, six hours, seven, something like that. Marion County Championship goes to Ben Davis, 62-40 winners over Lawrence North. As you and I have talked multiple times, this Ben Davis team is really, really good. A uh, few weaknesses to expose, uh, but uh, a championship not like tonight. They played awfully well. This is their second championship of the year. They've already won the Hall of Fame Classic. Uh, they will likely win the mix. They're 4-0. and They've only got one more game. It's against LN, not until February the 10th. This group is now 18-0. and It's their best start to a season since Maurice Cat Wooden was the head coach of the Ben Davis Giants. That occurred back in 1935 and 1936. And they are the Marion County champions for the first time since 1995 really? and uh, really? I, 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 I we need to start talking about this group potentially running the table they are that good because they are beating up some really good basketball teams all across the state in this week in marion county well as i mentioned i'm not sure what what you can expose i'm not sure where where they have weaknesses i mean uh, you know their post plays tremendous uh lockdown defenders on the wing who can also shoot it uh a great mentality in terms of competing and putting pressure on you how do you how do you come up with a plan uh, to match up with these guys well, here's the best example I can give you. Last night, 20-16 and 16 for Zane Doughty. Tonight, Zane had four points. Their leading scorer is an Indiana All-Star is going to play at Valparaiso. Their leading scorer has four points. He's still won by 22. Um, a, a, a common theme is that it's going to be a different guy every night. But a guy that, that is stepping up more and more as the season goes along is Mark Zachary. And how about mm-hmm. a weekend for this young man? He is a sophomore as a freshman He got time as both a varsity football player and a varsity basketball player last year. But this weekend, yesterday, he was offered a football scholarship by Purdue. He's a sophomore. Tonight, he has 17 points uh, to lead the charge for Ben Davis to win that first Marion County Championship in 28 years. He began the season as the sixth man when K.J. Windham hurt his foot against Cathedral on December the 10th, Mark into the starting lineup, and hasn't left since. And when they have lifted trophies so far this year, he's had his best performances of the season. <laughs> he's had a pretty good weekend. <laughs> that's, Not that's, bad. That's really – We all dream of that kind of weekend. Four years of high school left to go. Well, there you go. What a future. So is this game close at all? Is there a point where it's close, or when do they break this thing open? So they were up 16-6 to early in the first quarter, and LN kind of found their feet and, and hung with Ben Davis until halftime. Miles Good had a three the first trip down the floor in the third quarter uh, to make it a five-point game at 24-19. to But the third quarter for Ben Davis as, the, as of late has been the quarter of doom for everybody else. By the end of the quarter, Bob, they had built a 20-point lead mm. and were never mm. seriously mm. threatened in the fourth quarter. 
Wow. Right, can you hang on through this short break? Absolutely. He is the best at what he does. It's Greg Rigster from the ISC Network, my broadcast partner earlier today for the IUPUI Cleveland State game, my partner for the girls' pairing show next Sunday night. We can't get away from each other. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Greg Rakestraw rejoins me. Ben Davis wins the Marion County Tournament beating Lawrence North tonight. All right, Greg, you talked about it. Uh, you saw the Marion County Tourney. Um, good. You've seen Cathedral. You've seen Brownsburg. You've seen a lot of these top-ranked teams in 4A. So handicap it for you in terms of uh, who might be able to, to make it into uh, the tournament and play for a championship. Sure. So, you know, Ben Davis in the southern half of the bracket, as are Brownsburg and Cathedral. Uh, ben Davis would see Brownsburg potentially in the regional round uh, because of the way it's done differently this year. They would not see Cathedral into the semi-state round. And for as good as Ben Davis is, the team that has come the closest to beating them is not one of the ones you just mentioned. The team they beat last night in Southport, who took Ben Davis to overtime mm-hmm. back on November the 30th. And from an athletic standpoint, Comes as close as anybody uh, to matching Ben Davis because they have an athletic post in Nick and Lemba. Not as big as Zane Dowdy at 6'6", but can kind of stay with him better than a lot of other people can. And so it's it's not for as good as Ben Davis is, as much as I can talk about, hey, maybe there's going to be another Ando champion in 4A, they're not a guarantee to make another sectional because both Southport and Pike are in their sectional. What's mm-hmm. unique about mm-hmm. this Ben Davis team and what they've accomplished so far they're number one. They've got wins over two, three, and four. They've already played Penn, Brownsburg, right, right. And, and, and Cathedral. Cathedral because of the talent they've got up front, you know, in, in Booker, in Davis, and Tibbs. I'd say they probably have the best chance of the other three. Um, even though Ben Davis won by 12, that game was also at Southport Fieldhouse, part of the foreign tip-off classic. Um, but, but just with that experience and having three Division One athletes on the floor at one time, Cathedral's got a great shot. Their guards may not match up with Ben Davis's guards. That could be the problem. Um, Penn, because they've got Marcus Burton, that is, that is the, the puncher's chance. You know, in, in terms of Burton had 22 when they played in the morning game of the Hall of Fame Classic. If he has a night in the state championship game, if Al Rhodes teams makes it down there, which I think they got a good shot of doing in the northern half of the bracket, then you never know what might happen. Brownsburg's a really good team. Their only loss, at least going into the weekend, was to Ben Davis. Ben Davis swaddled them when they played uh, on December the 17th, one by 24 at Brownsburg. You think Steve Lynch and, and, and his talented team, led by Cannon Catchings, who is a junior, um, they've got good athleticism. They probably don't have the physical strength that matches up very well with Sean Arnold and Zane Dowdy down low. So Ben Davis is is the heavy favorite in 4A. They're really good. But, again, there's so many other good teams along their path. It is still about a done deal or guaranteed that Ben Davis will be your 4A champion this year. Greg Rakestraw and I will be together again on a Sunday night, a week from Sunday, for the uh, girls' pairing show. Starts at 5, goes to 7 on the IHSA Champions Network. 
Uh, so we're working Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, my wife's getting nervous. <laughs> she's she's you know, just, you know, we, we are together. Today we had the IEPUI Cleveland State game. Cleveland State uh, defensively uh, locked up the Jags and uh, had no problem with the relatively easy Horizon League win at the Coliseum today. Yeah, it's a little scary for IUPUI. This is the second time in the last three games they've been beaten by 30. And, you know, we talked about there's progress in this IUPUI program, if not in the one-loss column. But but I worry about, you know, kind of a couple of uncompetitive games and knowing they're now 0-8 in the league play. That thing kind of snowballing. Uh, so IUPUI, good news is they're at home, no travel this week. Oakland and Detroit Mercy are, are both different challenges. IUPUI played well against Oakland last year. Maybe they carry some confidence uh, into mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. Point Mercy's always tough because of Antoine Davis. Jags will get a couple of wins in, in conference play at some point with 12 league games left to go. Today simply wasn't going to be one of those days. He's Greg Rakestraw from the IFC Network. He's the best at what he does. Glad that he's part of our show. Glad that he's my friend. Great day today. Try to get some relaxation and rest tomorrow. I'll talk to you next week. You got it, my friend. Take care. Thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to talk some Ball State basketball. We're also going to talk a little high school basketball, but a little win for Jasper. We have plenty of basketball coming up. Also coming up soon, we'll talk about IU's win this afternoon. A much-needed win down at Assembly Hall over Wisconsin. And later in the show, we'll talk more high school basketball. Busy, busy night on both sides. And once again, I know I'm wearing it out, but we want you to listen to us on many of these great stations around the state next Sunday for the girls' pairing show. It's coming up that much. Coming up, Sam Fritz with the scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana. And a sports talk. Thanks again, Coach. Let's transition from boys basketball to girls basketball. Final scores incoming from Anderson and Lafayette Jeffersonville. Anderson beating Anderson winning the matchup 72 to 35. Batesville over Hauser 52 to 48. Bedford North Lawrence defeated Floyd Central 63 to 16. Ben Davis over Pike 61 to 33. Bethany Christian beat Trinity Greenlawn 49 to 14. Brave of Jesuit over Indianapolis Heron 55 to 13. Caston defeating Tri County 50 to 37. Center Grove was up over Seymour by two 37 to 35 in a close matchup there. Clay City handed Vermillion a steady defeat 50 to 18. Claremont Northeastern out of Ohio traveled to Cambridge City Lincoln and won decisively 50. 57 to 17. Columbia City beat Huntington North 41 to 39. Columbus East beat New Albany 80 to 55. Columbus North defeated Lawrenceburg 66 to 32 with both the Columbuses leaving victorious and Cordon Central beat Madison 46 to 30. More to come in a 5-minute update updates on the Pacers, IU, Purdue and more for Never Canadian Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. College basketball today. Ball State continues their winning ways. Very impressive 75-61 win over Miami of Ohio. This one at the Wortham Arena on the campus of Muncie. Cardinals are now 12-5. and David Ehoff from the Ball State Network joins me. David, what a, another impressive win for this hot Cardinal team. Yeah, it really was, Coach. I mean, uh, and it's pretty much the same story today. The balance. Cards got four in double figures, two other players with nine points. 
and really did the job defensively. You know, Miami came into this game leading the MAC, making nine threes a game. Cardinals wow. held them to one of 13 from deep. <laughs> um, you know, so good adherence to the game plan and a lot of excitement in Muncie, Bob. 5,500 in attendance today, the highest crowd since 2018. That's impressive. You know, I don't think people can grasp how difficult that is. That's an incredible number. Uh, And they're just getting started, to be honest. They should be very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals winners eight of their last nine. And you got to credit Coach Michael Lewis with a fun little promo offering the first 400 students in attendance a free beer. So uh, if that doesn't get them out, nothing will. But uh, they're they're playing – they're really playing exciting basketball. Peyton Sparks, another monster game for him. His fifth double-double, 12 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, two blocks. Uh, He did it all today. It was really uh, a phenomenal effort going against uh, another tremendous big from Miami and Anderson Marambo. Well, they just keep getting, you know, performances. It literally, it seems like, David, from everybody. I mean, everyone who gets out there gives them quality minutes. And, you know, some nights it's you know, uh, different players. But for the most part, the depth, the balance, uh, and the consistency has been one of the major reasons they are where they are. Yeah, there's no question about it. And, look, the Cardinals saw their seven-game uh, win streak snapped at Ohio, and that was a game Demarius Jacobs only played 10 minutes and left with an injury, and the Cardinals were just not the same. And Jacobs was back in the lineup today and right from the get-go. I mean, he made just a tremendous difference, Uh, 15 points, four assists. And when you talk about everybody contributing – you know, mm-hmm. quietly, a uh, Mickey Pearson, 9.7 rebounds. Bashir Jihad coming off the bench, 12.6 rebounds in 13 minutes. So they really are getting contributions from everybody. And if you're an opposing coach trying to game plan, you can't just focus on one guy, which, which makes him very dangerous. All right, who's up next on the hit list? Yeah, so the Cardinals have Western Michigan at home on Tuesday night and then a really big matchup next Friday evening on the road against the MAC leader, Kent State, who is 4-0 in the league, mm-hmm. and they've won eight in a row. So Cardinals are 7-0 and at home. If they can take care of business Tuesday against Western, that really sets the stage for a great big-time game at Kent next Friday night. He's David Ehoff from the Ball State Network. Cardinals win again. No problem with Miami of Ohio. David, as always, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. All right. You too, Coach. Thanks. High school basketball tonight, Jasper beating Washington 60-23 to from WITZ in Jasper. Our alumnus, Chris Norton. Hello, Chris. Hey, Coach. Good to be on. Great to have you. You know that. Big win for the Cats. Very impressive win. Defensively locking Washington up tonight. Absolutely something that nobody in the gym, including talking to the coaches afterwards, saw coming. This was a Washington team that just dropped 78 on Boonville last night. 
So to lock them up defensively, and especially considering Washington came out with a 6-0 run and forced the Cats into a timeout in the first minute, mm-hmm. from that point on, obviously, Jasper took control. Uh, it was a three-point game at the end of the first quarter, but then the Cats put the clamps on defensively. Just two points for Washington in quarters two and three. The lead would grow to 32, and then what you got in the very end. It, it was one of those cases where Jasper came out hot in the second quarter, an 11-0 run, and Washington just never found their footing. You know, it's, it's something to be said with going out and you know, getting out of the gate and, and playing well. And we we talk about it, and I understand it's a 32-minute game, but still, you know, mentally, if you can get yourself going like that against a, you know, a big team like a Washington, that's a huge boost. And especially coming down the home stretch, looking back to last week, they've knocked out Evansville North, Southridge, the county rival, and now Washington. And ahead, they've got a couple more county rivals left on the list. They still have next week Forest Park, Evansville, Harrison in between, but then they travel to Dubois and take on the Jeeps. All right, tell me who steps up and plays well for the Cats tonight. Uh, in quarter number three, Andrew Noblet had three threes by himself. He had 14 points on the night. Uh, Griff mm. Hyle in his second career start, he mm-hmm. would put up 10, and he was a monster in the first quarter. That is how the Wildcats really took their edge. He had seven of his ten, first, uh, seven of his ten points in the first quarter. And then from that point on, they had to respect him. He's 6'5", down low. Uh, he plays right tackle on the football team, one of those kind of guys that can physically bully you. And at that point, they sucked everybody in, and Jasper, by committee, was hitting threes. You know what? Think about this. When you when you start coaching, Chris, just think about it. <laughs> defense and three point shooting. You might, if you follow that that uh, that advice, you might win some games. That goes a long way, doesn't it? Absolutely. All right. Who's up next? Did you tell me who they're playing next? Yep, they've got Forest Park and Evansville Harrison oh. both at home next week. Northeast Two Boys after, and if I can get a quick word in for the girls' basketball team, sure. Their new head coach yeah. Brittany Mainers, uh, they're really buying in. It was a loss today at Evansville North. That was game number one on the road. Uh, Twelve points in the loss tonight, uh, but they are looking closer every time. A ten, a twelve point loss, I should say, rather than twelve points in the loss. Uh, but they're they're getting there week after week, looking better and better. You're going to be listening to the pairing show, I hope. Oh, absolutely. Closely. Outstanding. You better. Chris <laughs> Norton from WITZ and Jasper. Jasper's men today, 60-23 to 23 winners over Washington. It's always great to hear from you, Chris. Give my best, uh, my best to Corbin. Proud of you guys. Happy for what you're doing, and always great to talk to you. The same to you. Will do, and thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you. Coming up more basketball it's always great to talk to guys who've worked on the show that's fantastic we're back with the top of the hour scoreboard update on network indiana's indiana sports talk